Welcome to the Fantasy Amateurs and Boom and Bust NRL Fantasy Podcast collaboration for 2024. We've joined forces to bring you the best fantasy content with a rotation of fantasy experts and fantasy nuggets reviewing the week and answering your NRL fantasy questions. Welcome to the Boom or Bust and NRL Fantasy Amateurs Collaboration Questions Podcast. Jeez, that's a bloody mouthful. My name's Stuart Lord and I'm your host this evening. I'm joined by Nick Lord, Fantasy Nuggets, Stats Guru, Dragon Supporter, uh, Jack DeBellin Lover. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe that comes with a legal case, mate. I'm not sure. But the... Mate, <laughs> how you going? What it do, baby? Going good, mate. Going good. That's excellent. Good to have you on tonight. Now, we were, we're going to have some of the other boys on, but uh, a few people have, have pulled out due to work commitments, Nick. Mate, that's just how it goes. You've got to make the buck first before you get to uh, win fantasy, and that's all right. That's right. There's no money in fantasy. So even those in the cash leagues, like I, I don't know very many people who come home with riches at the end of the year, right, Nick? Mate, I'm pretty uh, – I think I'm in the box seat to win my NBA fantasy league, and I've come second twice. So you, know, you definitely want to win your cashy leagues, and that's what we're here to help everyone with tonight for the NRL, mate. Excellent. Well, look, let's crack into the questions. So we've got questions from both lots of pages here. I've written them all down. Let's start off with one with uh, Matt Lipitz-Sidman as asking which Chook's Edge is the wrong one, or in this case – the Wong one is what he said. Uh, I'm going tubes. What do you think is cheap? I've got them both. I don't really care. Like one of them won't be right or they're both right. But, you, you know, you got a 50% chance and you just swap out the wrong one in a couple of rounds. Just yeah, I don't think you go to wrong. Campbell or to Bloor if you've got a bit of cash, right? Yeah, totally. If like you can swap swap one of them out to Bloor in a few rounds. Yeah, I'm not fast. If, I, if you have to choose one though, like there can only be one. Uh, I know. choose Tupanua just for the DPP. That's exactly where I said too. Cool. But uh, I've, I'll be honest with you, I've got them both. I put Tupanua on in as a middle. I've got Wong as an edge, and I'll just play them both until I had Khan. Yep. Excellent. Next one, is Suwali a goer or a trap? Young is injured. I've got him as a trap because he's not goal-kicking because that was sort of the upside, you know, I think, because he's priced at 38 for memory. So It was. Plus, um, there was a little bit of a rumor that Cheese the other day let loose the bag that it was going to be Suwali who got cut in the um, – Oh, if if you know how we were talking about how do you fit two poo yeah. with Billy Smith everyone in? Yeah. Yeah, it was Suwali. So wow. mate, it, it concerns me a little bit. Yeah, big time, big time. Okay. Oh yeah. mate, imagine yeah. facing that New South Wales captain. You got friggin' Angus, uh, Connor Watson. <laughs> uh, That's mental eh? All those guys, yeah. Nah. And then friggin' Suwali in there. All right. Uh so let's go with uh the next one also from Matt, because he's just giving us plenty of questions. Who's the odd back out? Tass, Kenner, or Gagai 2.0? I'd say Kenner and Gagai off the bat. Uh, Tass, Tass uh, has been around the longest, obviously, and um, he's actually performed quite well for them, Stu. That's it. He's playing at left centre, but I think he'll shift across the right. So, And as we said, Isaac Thompson got refused the visa, and you pointed out today in the group chat that Milne didn't get picked either, but he's a chance to come in if someone doesn't perform, right? Yeah, I mean, you can go to the saloon, and um, but you don't have our blessing. No, that's it. Exactly. Just avoid, wait for Teamless Tuesday round two. Uh, yep. Excellent. Look, Matt's killing us here. Let, are we all scared off Robo Appy and Reed Marnie? Nick, are you scared off those three? Mate, you're the you're probably more over these hookers. What do you reckon, mate? Okay. So the answer is that I didn't I was pretty okay with I was off Reed because of all the missed tackles in the preseason. I was hoping to see yep. a difference. I didn't. Appy, I didn't mind. It's just that round two buy uh, sorry, round one buy and the fact that he's gonna probably pay origin just Took me off him a little. And so I was with Robbo for a long time. But, geez, he did not look excited during that flipping trial, did he, Nick? It's a trial, though. It right? is a trial. But I'm just saying, like, they were playing the first string team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, next one, uh, Kevoth. No, no, see, you got to pick one. you got to pick one of those three. Which one are you going? No, I we all go... scared off. If I had to choose one, yep. I'd probably pick Happy. See, Appy, Robson. Robson. Yeah. Oh, look, that's fine. Appy or Robson are both great choices. Reed is the one I'd stay away from. Agreed. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, next one is Lenny a trap or will he get away from us and turn into a 550k middle forward playing 40 minutes a game, Nick? That's really tricky because um, he's 395k is in his juice. So he is. Uh, obvi- obviously, he's a uh, PPM um, beast. He's and he's the future of this club. Like a lot of guys he are is. leaving next year. There's a he lot is, of middles. He's the future. Mm. That's really tough. 
because we didn't really chat about him last night. Um, we so he's obviously going to get 40, 45 minutes this week, but then is that going to continue? That's really tough. Yeah, because he's one of those guys, and if he jags the odd try, he'll bloom to like a 50 or a 60-point game, right? Yeah. Yeah, so we think maybe, what, first 15, 20, and then maybe the last 15, 20? That's right. It, exactly Something right. like that. It's just, would, it's just would they do three? You go. No, I was just going, if he gets 40 minutes, there's probably some money. If he gets 35, there's not. Yeah, w- would you think that he'd get um, maybe three stints? You know what I mean? Like, no. Three, the only 15 minutes. I've ever seen get three stints was flipping Pangai Jr. That's true. That's true. That's how far back you've got to go for that. No, mate. I reckon two stints would do him just fine. Like a 25 yeah, okay. and a 15 or a 20 and a 20. Yeah, he's, he's played 40 minutes uh, once, twice, three, not a huge four amount of times last year. But yeah, four Panthers- times last year. The Panthers didn't really need him to do it, right? Like, everyone was yeah. fit all year. Yeah, he's and, playing a role. And everyone else in that club had big minutes in them, right? Like, they, oh, look at this, the next guy off the rank, big minutes, right? They're playing 60 minutes in reserve grade. So, I'd say, uh, look, Lenny's not a trap. It's He's actually in the same boat as Totola. He's probably going to make just enough money to make him interesting, right? Except he's cheaper, and as you say, he's the future of the club. Yeah, well, Totola's the current future of the club, right? You know, they're, they're middles. They're they're all retiring or getting old as far as the middle forwards go. True, true. Like, apart they, from Mawali. Yep. So, like, no, Tyler's right. the yep. lead prop in that pack. Like, you've got Kepi. Like, uh, Burgess is off to England for a couple, like, at the end of the season. There's just, mm. they're not kicking down the doors there either. That's, uh, I'm just saying, so, look, you could take him. I probably wouldn't put him in my starting squad, though. I'd put him on the bench somewhere. But would you take, so, in terms of, like, mids, uh, Seafarth? And Lolo and Leniu are sort of, and Tupanua, I suppose, they're all sort of in that bracket, I suppose, 350 to 450. Um, Dave, would you prioritise those other three guys over Leniu or would you bump Leniu into that conversation? Leniu will play the first 13 straight, so he has to be in the conversation. I picked yeah. Tupanua for the duel first and the fact that yeah. we know his role a little bit better but not too much. I guess it's just your exposure to the things because if you've got Brandon Smith, Tupanua, Wong, right? And then yep. you start adding Lenny. You now have four sixths of their starting pack. That's pretty good, though. As you say, they play all the way through to the first major buy round. So, yeah, look, and there's no risk. I, I don't yeah. hate Lenny. And if you're not feeling um, Talmalolo, like every time I put him in, I still do a little bit of a mouth vomit. Right? <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> Mate, I did I did the write up and I just feel sick having him in my team after doing the write up and just seeing his PPM just a roadie cheer. Yeah, I'm not sure it. Cohen Hess going down is enough for me to get him. No, it might be McKaylee sort of- comes in. It's like I just I'm just like Ugh. it's like at least <laughs> yeah. at least with Lenny, at least you're hoping for something, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, Look, there's no, less downside think- just in the price alone, right? Lenny is not necessarily a trap. Like I'm just gonna have one more look at him just as as because he he did play a couple of big games, but that was when Fisher Harris got injured. I re- that was that Dragons game we're at, right? Uh, which one? We were at a Dragons game. Fisher Harris went off with a knee injury, or maybe it was Leo. Yep. One of those two went off, and he scored a yep. try. And we we um, snaked the game. The Panthers snaked the game. We there were, must have been twenty two, not last year. Yeah, then. it was twenty two, bro. Okay, um, but all good. Anyway, having a look here, he's yeah, he's played forty minutes five times, averages thirty six. He's priced at twenty nine. There's a bit of cash there, right? Yep. If he gets 45, there's real cash there. But uh, what's the bench? We've got Sandra Smith. We've got White and Terrell May, who are both middles, right? Yep. And White and will Butcher. be replaced by, and then Butcher is that hybrid role. Like, he'll take a bit off the edges and whatever else as well. So, yep. and then you've got Sandra Smith. He'll take a little bit off Radley, a little bit off Cheese. Yep. So. I like it. 40, 45. Yeah, look, Lenny, I don't mind him. Uh, it's certainly making me rethink Talmalolo because I saved 70 grand. That's it. That's exactly it. And you know he's going to friggin' play. Um, moving on. Next one. Look, if you don't if you don't get Seafarth, you could suck and see one week with Lenny and then move to Seafarth. I don't think that's a bad call. No, that's true. It's one trade and you're done. You just can't have too many of those. You can't be running him plus Ben Travojevic plus all these other guys plus Keeney, like all these other guys that you need to eject from <laughs> in like the first eight seconds, yeah? It's like half my bench, my whole bench. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm just saying okay. just be careful. Like if you're forced to play the, these absolute nuggets, dude. 
<laughs> okay, where are we up to? Okay, next one. Uh, I think we talked about Dane Mariner last night, but basically we're saying Dane Mariner is, this is another one from Matt, but Dane Mariner is a bust. Like, we just don't see the value for him. Yeah, the DPP is sweet, as you said. Um, there's just not much of a sample size there, really, in no. the on the wing position because his reserve grade from memory was mainly centre-based. So, um, yeah, he's just, a jet, though. I know he's a jet, so if he gets the ball, he's going to finish it, which is really important. Um, yeah, so look, he, we, we can certainly see him getting tries. It's just that that sample size for his current average is based off essentially 1.4 tries a game, which we just know that is not going to be there. So, look, he was 3 to 350, I'd probably jump on, but 450, probably not. Well, yeah, 450 seems a lot. I'd probably either back my way to someone like Chris or someone like that. Or just pay some more money for a good good one. Yep. Excellent. Mark Jessup is going, do you honestly believe that Ben Trevojevic is going to be the back row for Manly in round two? Nick, gut check. Um, look, obviously we don't know, but based upon what Mitch said about Schuster <laughs> uh, looking like he's sort of hitting up the drive-through a bit too much, um, I think there's every chance he could be there an extra week or two. Yeah. So, look, I, I guess with that info, and it's one of those ones where you just – he's one of the few guys that I'm taking, like, the punt on that I can flick if you need to. Pick up a Tigers cheapie for round two, right? Like yep. uh, Samuel Afenu. So, it just – I'm going to take the punt on him for round one, but whether he's there round two, I'm not sure. Yeah, but what's the uh, – okay, so you don't know. No. no. I, I, so, I'm the answer the answer's probably not, isn't it? The, the answer's 50-50. Well, you don't know how injured Schuster is. Right? Yeah. There's an extra two weeks between now and then. It could be that Schuster is the guy that they're, all their hopes and dreams are planned on to open up the left-hand side edge. It could be that Ben Trevojevic gets friggin' knocked out. So it's it's really in the realm of the gods. It could be that Schuster, uh, so that um, Trevojevic gets a double, right? He's yep. a spot for six weeks. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So let's wait and see. Uh, all I can say is, is that don't make Ben Trevojevic a large part of your plans, right? I know Mark was also saying, oh, Nick Kotrick is his... His alternate option, but I think Nick Kotrick has about as much danger as friggin' Benjavojevic. <laughs> well, no, if you look at the NRL trial side, right, they played, Canberra pretty much played their best 13, except for either Rapana, who's old, and everyone else was injured or suspended or rested. So having a look at the squad you had, Rapana was out, like that just being rested, giving Albert Hopawade a run, right? Bogarty's yep. recovering from injury. Uh, Chris is was suspended. Horsburgh was suspended. Tarpanay was rested after All-Stars. You look at the rest of that squad, I'm, I'm just bringing it up now, for the Raiders. That was their tier one side, you know, as much as funny as that is, right? And they, I don't know about you, mate, I wasn't really loving it. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Um. It's more of a just just a wait till uh, the TLT comes out, I suppose. Yeah, because look, um, look, we just might, really don't know. It might have been giving. Uh, look, they did play uh, Utu Loa Asoma a run, but they also played Tomoko, right? Yeah. So you know, I, I'm not sure why Kotrick was hanging around in jumper 15. You know, when they're playing Whitehead, they're playing Josh Papali'i. You know, at age 32, but they're playing Nick Kotrick off the interchange. Well, it just speaks to uh, what we talked about last night, which is just stay fairly liquid for um, uh, the part two of the TLT for week one. That's it. So, unfortunately, why I'm baiting Murray and Haas at the moment, just so I've got enough cash in case things go friggin' wild. Yep. Yep. Excellent. Nathan Thwaites actually asked, I think, not as quite as good a question as Mark's, but pretty good one. Is everyone just ignoring Latrell Mitchell? Goal kicking. Rabbitohs can't be as bad as they were last year. He was carrying an injury for part of the year. 10K cheaper than uh, Ponga. Possible wing fullback number one for the year. What do you think? I think we are fading him. I think that if he comes back properly fit, and I know that he's in the press saying that, you know, people are saying that he's the fittest he's ever been. That's kind of like the guy saying the Biden's, you know, all there upstairs, you know. <laughs> You just got to see him, you know, in the back room, not when he's making a speech in front of millions of people, right? Uh, <laughs> that's how I feel about that. But look, he's only 5.7% ownership. He's one of those guys who can punch out a pretty decent score. He kicks goals. Yeah. He does everything yeah. that we like in a in a thing. So why are people fading Latrell over Ponga, for instance, or Turbo? So for me, it comes down to strength of schedule and also the buy. So... Ponga has put himself eligible for Origin this year, but the Knights play around 13. Uh, they have the buy around 12, uh, but that's not such a bad buy to have one of your guns out for. Um, and the other thing is is that I think the Rabbitohs, they had the hardest round 1 to 12. I'll just bring it up real quick. Um, 
the fourth hardest rounds one to 12 and the Knights have the easiest. So the yep. theory is that the Knights will stack on a whole bunch of points. Pong is going to be kicking, you know, five, six attempts a game. So, you know, and also just generally tearing it up with all the tries, tries, assists in the world. So, yeah. And um, I'll also say that Latrell has probably a better baseline than Ponga in some games, right? But he doesn't have the ceiling. Like, I'm just looking at his scores from last year. His highest was an 82, but that was with a triple, right? And seven goals against yep. the Bulldogs. So, like, Ponga, if he gets a triple, is that about 127 somewhere? Yep. Yeah. So, um, I, I'd say that too. Uh, I've got Ponga penciled in for, like, 60-something, and I've got, you know, Latrell penciled in for 55 or something. You know, like I just see a clear two, like plus five points of value. Plus, plus there's a chance know. that Ponga doesn't play Origin. But there's, I can't see a scenario where Latrell's not playing Origin. Yep, agreed. I also can't see one where Turbo's not playing Origin, but I'll, you can argue about that. Um, yep, excellent. Okay, Grant uh, Presnell asks: There are heaps of bad options at wing fullback and centre, and heaps of good to low mid range options at second row forward, front row forward. What are your thoughts on running Aiken, Penasini, Turbo, Ponga, and Paps as his back five? Love it. That's pretty much what I'm doing, except I'm running Burbo rather than Penasini. But I am going with that strategy, Grant. Uh, so who's I your want- backup? Okay, just say Burbo gets cut, dude. Who's who's your other backup centre? Cartridge. Okay. Okay. Um. Fair enough, mate. I have been Grant. Every time I build my list, I've been doing this exact same thing. I get anxious about my backline because of how bad it is. If I try and get some guns up front, just from a value point of view, right? Just just from a value point of view, yeah, and and a point scoring point of view, right? Like if you're choosing, like you're relying on some of these guys to get you points, you're you're pretty worried. So Keeney looks the best of the lot, but he's got a round two buy. So. You know, that's my current back five is, uh, as of today, though, is Panasini, uh, RTS when he gets in, Ponga, Pappenhausen, and Keeney. And then Chris is on the, is my other center backup and weeks. Yep. So, yeah, just spend the money. I'm happy to spend the money there and just run like Tupanir, Tola, Cotter type of thing. Anyway, uh, happy, happy to go with that one. Uh, Callum, are we staying with Keeney or weeks in our wing fullback slot for a cheapie? Nick, who are you starting with? Both. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'm less, <laughs> I'm more worried. I'll be honest with you. I'm almost more worried about Heaney than I am with Burbo because at least Burbo, he's got like a chance of winning out. I think Campbell's too good to leave out of that squad. And yep. yes, he hasn't trained with the main squad yet, but there's still, till round three, there's still like four and a half weeks. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're saying. Um, Keeney, though, uh, has got a 55 average in reserve grade. So if it, let's just say he hit a 44 in, in the top grade um, in his second um, full game. So he, de- he can definitely show out. So he might just be one of those guys that literally plays like four or five games and can still make that 150K. Yeah. What, what's, what's Campbell's current press? Uh, 459 from memory. Okay. So if, if Keeney gets that 44, right? Like if, if we go all out with Keeney, he gets 44 for two games, right? Just say Campbell's back round four. Yep. So we get two games from him. He will go from 279 to 367. So he'll give us 85K or so. Yep. And 88K, which is all right. But yep. it's, um, and then if he does get that extra game, you know, then we're off to the races. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So done. you, yeah, get, got to get, got to get the three game average moving. And, That's um, it. and if he has a terrible yeah. first game, then yeah, just look to pitch, flick him to a freaking Tigers GP. Just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, seriously, if he has a terrible ground one, if he gets like a 10, right, for whatever reason in your squad, and he starts to hemorrhage cash and whatever, just cut him. Because at that point, trying to turn him around to make money in time, unless Campbell's leg falls off, you're just not going to make it. Yep, yep. All right. I think I think I think it would be responsible though to give Campbell a game or two in reserve grace. So I think we are going to get a bit of a heads up, don't you think? Because like fullback's pretty demanding just to walk back in. Or we might see him off the bench. It really depends on how he pulls up after the buy. I know it's Des, dude. True. Mm. Okay, let's uh Jacob uh blank. I think we've answered Wong versus Tupania. I think the answer is both. If you had to choose one, Nick, is the answer Tupania? Yeah, that's what I said earlier. Yeah, me too. Thoughts on Nathan Brown. He's named in jumper seventeen for the Seagulls. Um I don't have any thoughts, so I will do this on the fly. I've heard him been spoken about a little bit. Three eighty four K. I'm just interested yuck, with, with Josh Alloye back in the squad. If Josh Alloye wasn't there, I would think that Nathan Brown has a role, but with him there and with Lawton as the utility who plays a lot of, you know, upfront football as well, I would say that I'm not interested in Nathan Brown. Yeah, his PPM was pretty good. No, it's pretty good off the bench. Okay. 
Yeah. So he's, he's pretty good PPM off the bench. That's tricky. I don't think he'll get the minutes, though. I agree. And no. Toff Sipley, he's going to be back at some point. Round right? four. So, yeah. No, nah, I'm not interested. Not cool. interested. Any final thoughts on Cheese, Nick? Love it. Lock him in. Yeah, me too. Done. Uh, cheese, uh, I think we've, we, if you haven't listened to us, we spoke about Cheese in the podcast last night. But basically, the long and the short of it is, especially with uh, Tennant Smith on the bench, the pathway to Cheese getting 60 plus minutes is huge. He's finally fit. He's looking th- Thinner, which is what we want, but still with like the chunky legs, which is exactly what we <laughs> want to see. Well, that's it. But like, no, Billy, he's, he's just looking like leaner, but still strong, right? Like powerful. So he'll get a couple of those burrowing tries through. He'll he'll try it on. He'll make plenty of tackles. Like I like him. Yep. Yep. Uh, next one is Ryan's Frizzell lo- uh, like love interest for this year? Hopgood or Penasini? Well, Ryan's not here, dude. So I'll ask him next time. Uh, having said in the chat. He faded Hopgood uh, once we knew that Maddo was out last week due to a back, like, spasm, essentially. Yep. That's why he wasn't playing, so I'm going to guess it's Penasini. Joe Ward says, struggling to pick a vice-captain for round zero. Pass seems at value. Most still some questions around his role. Hopgood, you won't know the bench until Teamless Tuesday B. Thinking for a cheaper vice-captain for round zero, e.g. Cheese. What are you thinking? Yeah. Yeah, good strap. Yeah, me too. I like. Vice captain is literally cheese at the moment. Gives me plenty of options to move. So if I do need to cut someone like Ponga or, you know, one of the other guys, I can. Yep. Okay. Sean Mitchell says, can you please rank this guy? He's going to need to play one or two this week. So he has Burbo, Willison, yep. Jacob Gagai, Weeks, Hughes, or and Strange or Chevy Stewart if they start. I think you can bank on... Look, if you're playing Burbo in your centres, that's what a strat that most people will do. So yep. um, just go with the herd on that one, I think. Um, and then I'd probably bank on Hughes getting some good minutes. He just signed He just signed an extension, so he's definitely the real deal. I think he's locked in for 2027 now. Yeah, um, yep. until 2027 for sure. Yep. Yep. So uh, I think he's a good chance of getting minutes. Um, I, I just think it's, you know, Willison's meant to be the I, I business. Play, I play weeks after that because Willison, you don't know when Connor Tracy or Carraz are going to be back. Yeah, I I agree with that too. Just steal yeah, his weeks, lunch money. Weeks looks like he'll get the six. Yeah. So even or, though he might only get like 30, that's fine. Look, if it's yeah. strange, we're laughing either way, right? Like you get a starting number six who's listed as a centre. That's our dream, right? Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. He's, yeah. uh, is he 250 or 230? I can't remember. Strange, 250. Uh, yep. 250. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy for either of those two. Uh, next one. Uh, what's your biggest tip for someone who's having drafts sometime this week? Uh, pickups or must-haves? Andrew Thompson asked that one. Nick, your draft tips. <laughs> Mate, I've got zero draft tips. I'm just going to wing it. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. our draft is tomorrow night, isn't it? It is. Uh Mate, the, the two things that I have is that good. you have to look at the positions where the points ratio drops off really quickly once you get past the top two or three guys, you lose. So obviously it starts at halves, right, with Cleary and with um, uh, Hines. But once you pass those guys, it's actually the wing fullback slot which loses people quickly because really it goes from like Ponga, Latrell, and what a couple of other guys, and then suddenly you're in like nugget territory comparatively, yeah? Yep. So like I'm having a look, Ponga, Latrell, and suddenly the third most expensive guy is Greg Mazu, right? Like who you don't want. So like drink water's an okay shout, but like just try and grab one of the top guns in that position early. Uh, try and fade uh, even some of the elite edges because you can always pick up like uh, Eli Katoa can get you a 50, right, Nick? Yeah, there's there just seems to be more value in the forwards than the backs. So maybe get some gun backs and then there's some value forwards, right? That's it. And uh, if you're sneaky, go pick up RTS when you can. So because, you know, I reckon he'll be jet. The only other guys is the guys you're picking up in your regular team, the guys we've been talking about, sometimes they're undervalued. You can always pick those up. Like Nick last year suddenly remembered that Hopgood existed, right? <laughs> yeah, got like sixth round or something crazy. Yeah, that's it. Turned out to be the top scoring fantasy player. So well done. Uh, I still lost draft. God damn it. So Chihipa uh, Nutama asks, is Josh Curran worth a look? I think he doesn't up and leave the Waz for another bench spot. Wait and see. Yeah, yeah, if he's starting lock, I'm definitely back in, and I may move heaven and earth for the DPP position. Yeah, uh, I'm pulling up Phil Gould Twitter right now, right? Uh, who X, actually. His- <laughs> oh, fine on X. Phil Gould 
Twitter is like an insight into a guy who basically has ADD, just became a successful footballer. Jesus Christ. Um, anyway, basically he said the other day uh, that Curran uh, was unwell due to a virus. Yep. And so basically that was the reason why he was uh, didn't play big minutes and whatever else. So it could be that Salmon is a bit of a faker for us. So definitely I would be worth looking at Curran if he does get that 13, right? Yeah, it's a huge risk because um, most people have Salmon in their draft spots um, at 289K. That's just really risky because there's not too many places to move to at that price point, you know, in the mids because everyone's already got Hughes. It, so, um, yeah, you're definitely going to have to cut some guns in order to you know, have some sort of respectful players in there, I think. I, my, my gut says that Curran will be named at lock, but I don't know. Yeah. Look, I'll certainly move shuffle players around to get Curran in if he plays there and cut Salmon. Obviously, Salmon's like a friggin' stud if he does get that 13 job. Yep. He did look all right there. Um, fell off a couple of tackles, but, you know, it's trials. Um, Sean Mitchell asks, what's JB Gago's job security? No, it's terrible. You have no idea how it's going to go. He's 29. He hasn't cracked the main team yet, right? Like, it's it's vomit worthy. Yep, don't do it to yourself. Uh, I'd rather take uh, Ben Trevojevic. Uh, Brad Ayers. How important do you think positional coverage is to start the season? So cashies are cashies regardless of position, uh, but too many forward cashies make you take out highest mid-ranger like Otto Totola, Luki Cheese. Well, those yeah, kind of so- are my cashies. I don't know who you're talking to, bro. Like, they're kind of the guys that I want. So how many cheap cashies are you talking about, Brad? Um, they're more like uh, lower, sorry, like mid-range cashies. Mid-range, though. They're not like they're- bargain, you know, yeah. Yeah. So I know. So well, they, in that case, how many would you say, Nick, is too many cashies? Well, I just see middle and edge as the play of is the position of value. So as many as I can get my hands on, I suppose I, I don't, you know, without unbalancing your squad, obviously. So in terms of mid specifically, um, I've got one, two, three, four, and then for edges, I've got one, two, three. So I've got four. So eight cashies is my point. Like guys who aren't final team guys that are sitting in my team, unless Lukey turns out to be a um, final team guy, you yeah. never never know. That's it. Yeah. Look, I'm looking at mine at the moment. Tupania to Tola Cotter, right? Yep. The Cotter, I'm probably going to sell around Origin time. So yeah, he's, a, he's a big sell. Yep. yep. And so looking at this team, it's like, yeah, my entire starting side, I don't have that keeper guy because the keepers that I want, like Haas and Co, it's like they're going to play Origin anyway. So yep. Exactly. I'm just, I'm just cashing in on those guys and just trying to buy guys at the back who hopefully won't. So, Brad, uh, the answer is I would probably want one cover, one decent cover, so a guy who's likely not to get cut as your cover for wing full back and centre, I think is what we're really talking about, and half. Yep. So, yep. Weeks probably isn't it, but a guy like Seb Chris and Hutchinson are, yep. or Seb Chris and Kyle Flanagan would cover those three positions pretty well. Yep. Excellent. Uh, Russ Metke asks... Too cheap to buy Harry, burnt by Robbo 2023, allergic to cheese and Tigers players, doesn't trust BA. So he's looking for a hooker, right? And he doesn't want cheese, Appy, Robbo, Brant, and Lussick. Doesn't want any of those. Who are you telling him to go and get? Mate, money see a council on that. You'll be burnt a few times, mate. I was literally um, going to say that, dude. It's like, hey, just get out. <laughs> you know what? I did have a cheeky look at uh, Wade Egan in the week. Um, yes. Yeah, there's not much there, unfortunately. Um, I tried to make some. Not with Jazz found, and friggin' Dylan Walker there, right? I found about six points of value. So um, that's about 90K as another option. Um, and I th- I've got the Warriors going really well this year, personally. So I think Egan could go pretty crazy, um, get some attacking stats. And he actually looks amazing as well. Uh, in the trials. So if you can't pick any of those guys and you have to pick someone, I'd go Wade Egan. Or or the other one's due. Uh, Jaden Braley was another one I revisited, but um, yeah, apparently we'll go away and see what that bench looks like. And he has a hammy issue, dude. Like, I'm concerned. Oh, does he? Yeah, that's it. Okay. That's why okay. he uh, so, so if, I know, Just man. get cheese. Just get yeah. cheese, man. Yeah, it's a hold your nose, dude. Go get cheese. Little's got a hamstring <laughs> injury, right? Um, and so he's a little bit injured. Uh, you could get Jeremy Marshall King is probably the last guy that we haven't mentioned there. But, mate, yep. you're really digging for gold if you're trying to get Jeremy Marshall King into your squad because the Dolphins, yes, they will be better this year, but how much better, right? Like, they've got a whole bunch of old forwards who are just getting older. Yep. Awesome. Uh, 
since fantasy's uh mark reader since fantasy's just a game who's your because i like him pick for me it's rts it is purely i liked him in the trial he looked good in both trials i'll be honest with you look good look fit look bigger than he was and i think that he will get plenty of ball and he only misses two games through to round 27 due to buys Have- yeah mate he um people like bouncing off him going into contact you know yeah like- and he's still got that wiggle He's still got that, like, uh, going into the line where he pokes his head through post-contact meters, like just that extra two or three meters. He didn't really get dumped onto his ass very often. Not at all. So that's who you, for you, mate, it's got to be Turbo, right? Uh, JDB, Jack DeBellin. Actually, yeah, he's much more of a pod. I love that. Yep. That's, I I love just watching him tackle. I still think him and um, Gerbo, I think they're the best tacklers in the league. And um, I just think that's really valuable. Um, for a dragon side that's really weak in the middle. So um, I, was, I was messaging the guys today saying, um, Jack DeBellin, if he gets like over 70 minutes and you take out the sin bins from last year, he would have averaged close to like 68, 69. So <laughs> um, in in those games where he played over 70 minutes, so basically 80 hey, minutes, it's just crazy. Do, do you see him playing those games this year? Because that's kind of like hop good level, right? He, he was averaging 70 odd, but obviously the bench precludes it. Do you see him getting 70 or do you see him getting like a good 60 in the middle? No, no, no. I see 65 to 70 on average popping up to an 80. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. maybe, yeah. So I'm seeing 70-ish average plus, not not 60-ish. More towards the 70s, maybe a little bit over. There you go. Okay. Look, mate, if you're that confident, look, I'd, I'd certainly give him a look. But um, yep. Yeah, like like for me, I, I think that he'll he might just get a little bit of fallback this year. But on the plus side, he did have three years out, so he hasn't got those three years of knocks. That's it. Excellent. Okay. Caleb Bidai asks, who's the more upside at a Ponga, RTS or Turbo? Set and forget to save trades further down the line, barring injury. Well, it's got to be Turbo, right? <laughs> like, T- Turbo Tur- scored 150. Like, come on. <laughs> He has the most upside because he's also the most cheapest to where he could be. RTS is limited by his role. I've just got him because I like him. But honestly, I can very clearly see that he could definitely become, like, if I didn't hate center position so much at the moment, I could see him turning into turbo. Oh, you're saying price upside or points upside? Either. Like, RTS, yes, point, he's, point he's cheaper, definitely but turbo, it, right? Yeah, that's it. It's but price upside, it's, yeah, you're saying turbo? Price upside, well? I'm saying turbo as well. Ponga is just an extra 100K on top. Yeah. yeah. So, Ponga is just a safe choice. Uh, next off the Get rank. all of them. Get uh, all of them. <laughs> yep. Uh, next guy, uh, after Cleary, uh, this is, sorry, Corwin Brock Eisen. After clearing my most expensive are Fogarty and Appy. Where are you finding players? Where are you finding cheapest for the Grants, Murrays, or Pongas of the world? He's got 12 players in the four to 600k range. Is that too many? No, I don't think it is. I don't think that is too many. Um, oh, what's he got? 10, After got 10 11, next. 12. Dude, I've got 12. You just got to choose a couple of caches, dude, if you want a Ponga. Like, it's only an extra 150k, right? So you maybe, like, Maybe turn one expense slightly more expensive, got a slightly cheaper one. That's it. Yeah, get a couple of Raiders cheapies maybe just for now. But I, I don't think you're in a bad position though because it means you don't have too many like basements in your team. So you've got a whole bunch of guys that are definitely going to play and probably have job security. So um interesting to see a team, uh, Corwin. I reckon it's pretty gun. You, yeah. Like no 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 weaknesses is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And um, look, uh, no, I like calling Appy too. If you've got the points there to make it, that's probably, you know, Foggy and Appy between them, that's 1.2 million or 1.25 million. That could be possibly why you can't afford one Ponga because you've got two guys like that. And like the end of the day, Corwin, like the, all the cheapies that are like in people's provisional sides at the moment, they may not be available. So we'll just have to all be in the same boat as you at the end of the day. That's so, it. As long as you haven't locked yeah. in some guns that like for Teamless Tuesday version 1.0. Yep. Okay. Morgan Jones asks Murray versus McInnes. <clears throat> Do we know any more on this McInnes We news? don't know at all. And that's why I, I know one of the guys asked in the group chat earlier today and I was just like, look, you won't know until it's too late on McInnes. Right. If you lock in Murray, you know that he's going to play. You know what you're going to get. If you don't get Murray, but you require that gun middle, well, then you're probably stuck with McInnes. And if he comes off the bench, you're just stuck, aren't you? Yep. Yeah. So I'm I'm playing as if he doesn't exist. But I look, 
I don't know about you, if McInnes starts at 13, will he make your side? No. No? Even with no. his PPM of like 1.0, so if he gets 55, 60 minutes, he will just massacre a score. Well, what do you think? What makes you think that he's going to stay there? Yeah, because he's been made co-captain and if they move Finucane to prop. Oh, look, okay. I don't particularly trust it. Um, I'm just, okay, I'm not, T- teamless Tuesday uh, too. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear prop, and <clears throat> yeah. uh, just say if you set and okay. is thirteen. I hear you. I hear you. Okay, now let, let's just put this into context. Do you think McInnes in lock is going to contribute to winning or not? If you think it's going to contribute to winning, then go get him. If you don't think it's going to contribute to winning, and the Sharks are not going to have a good start to the year, because um, I don't think him at soft, lock. They got a soft start to the year too, though, don't they? Uh, yes, but. Um, my point is, I don't. I think he um, provides more value to them as a team off the bench. That's my overall analysis of the situation. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I, I disagree a little bit, but I do get what you're aiming at there. Um, I'm just having a look. At so, 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 so you'd go McInnes if he's starting 13. If he was starting 13, I would find a way to put him in my squad. Like, just if you look at his long-term games where he gets like a lot of minutes, he just pops off. Of course. Like, that's, that, that, so that's what I'm saying. If he gets a chance to get 60, 55 minutes, right? 55 minutes, I, I would find a way to put him in my team. Uh, averaging yeah. over 50 minutes, he averages 62.7. Priced at 51. Okay. That's and then last go, year. Yeah, go over 50 and under 70. And in 57 minutes, he averages 57. So what's that? That's not that much cash, is it, based upon where yeah. he's at? Oh, but uh, yeah, but also looking at lock. Uh, that's so- 80K. That's eighty k. He's gonna make. Oh, what if he, if he, for those games where he uh, doesn't go between to 80? fifty and seventy minutes between fifty and seventy, which is what he will be doing between fifty and seventy. Okay, so just bring right. it up now at lock. It's fifty seven minutes, fifty seven fantasy points, so a point per minute. So I'm just saying, like you know, look if he if he gets eighty, I've got like him at twenty twenty three at lock over fifty minutes, under seventy minutes, averaging sixty one. Okay, oh twenty three only. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, okay, 61. That's and, a little bit more value. Yeah, and look, yeah. There, there's not there's a combination of tough sides and, you know, great sides in there, but it's, it's just all yep. base stats, and his PPM is 1.09, dude. He just tackles and tackles yep. and doesn't miss. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, mate, I know, the, I know the Cam McInnes experience. It's a good one uh, yeah. if we can get it. I'm just cautious that, you know, he's got to have your expectations in line, like, He's not going to be in the 60s necessarily. Just maybe think maybe mid to high 50s is my point. Yeah, I got you. So, you know, if I... And if you get 60s, obviously you're laughing. Um, plays round 13, which is a big win as well. Only downside, he was in the Blues preseason camp because they finally worked out that they need a proper utility at Origin. Was that uh, the camp with like 50 people? Like 30 or so people. That's it. They invited Tupanua, like Daniel Tupu rejected going and they invite a whole bunch of people. I thought it was 50. I heard 50 somewhere. It might like, be the juniors just, as well, like the, the future blues as well. Yeah, but they just grabbed absolutely everyone. It's like, what are you doing? You know? Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so, look, for me, it's one of those ones you will not know, Morgan. Uh, but, look, if McInnes starts, I'm not getting Murray. I'm just finding it too hard to lock up too many too many dollars in round one, uh, like uh, 1.0. And so, whereas McInnes, if he does start, I will find a way to get him in. Really? So, you, you would you- Swap another gun, like okay. Let's say McInnes is starting. Would you like cut Ponga, or would you do something else? Uh, what I probably do, looking at my squad, just how to pull it apart. I probably get rid of a couple of luxury guys. Like it'd probably be like Fogarty would go, and I'd start Hutchison, and just yeah. a couple of other things like that. Just yeah. find find a bit of care. because the jump from Fogarty to um, McInnes is nothing. Like sixty k. Yeah, yeah. I'm not fast. Seventy green. Yep. Uh, excellent. Uh, Joe Watkins asks, with a Truva injury, is, is anyone keen on Alamotti? PCL injury, contact injury. Do we know how long? No. Look, uh, from what Enero Fazio said, it shouldn't be too long. I'll ask Mitch on that one. But it was like by the sounds of it. I look. I Joe. I don't think that uh, Alamotti will get a huge run on this. But either way, just wait till next week. Uh, Steve Mascord. Oh, NRL reporter. You remember Steve Mascord? Yep. Yeah, yeah. No, he uh, he's doing the report. He's saying uh, Taruva confident in round one. I just haven't heard Steve Mascord in years. I had no idea. I thought he was like like you know like like dead or something. You know. <laughs> oh, we'll send him on X. Hey there, my brother thought you were dead. Sorry, you're alive. Um, hey, well, I I used to read his stuff all the time in the Herald. He, he was uh, one of my favorite writers for a whole bunch of years. You know, yeah, like yeah. but I tell you now because there aren't too many good writers at the moment. 
you know, ever since oh, like James Gus used Webster, to write Jesus some great. Christ. Yeah, he's he's shocking, obviously. Oh, whatever Peter Fitzsimons or whatever his name is. Oh, no. Bandana. Yeah, no. but whenever he talks about league, it's just a joke. Um, it no, it's it's yeah. I, you, you like, you like it when Gus writes and when Joey writes and a few other guys, but there's not too many that I actually go out of my way to read, right? Ah, uh, I mean, uh, Prezenko, Adrian Prezenko is a writer, I suppose. I don't, I'm not a Telegraph subscriber, but um, I'm generally not a fan of of their work, I suppose. But um, it's nah. mainly like hot takes, those guys, right? Yeah, and rumors, rumors, you know. <laughs> I I used to like um, oh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Channel Nine presenter Bald used to. Oh my goodness! Played for the Eels for years. Stello. Yeah, there we go. Uh, I used to like Stello. <laughs> oh mate, I had an absolute shocker. That's like an absolute brain fade on my part. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm like, it's not Peter Win. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, Michael Shamus as well. Like he, he's on TV heaps now, but his writing. He used to have some really good reporting, and now it's just like tigers, 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 everything. And yeah. um. And whenever like anyone like calls him out like on television, you see him like shrink, you know, <laughs> like shortly, like visibly like shrinks the TV, you know. Oh yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, the, the quality of writing is uh, definitely not as good as it was for a while there. But you know, hopefully, if you have any good writers, could you uh, send us a message? Like any columns you like reading for, for rugby league? That's I wouldn't mind. Uh, yep. Um, next one is Mark Reed asks, "What's the requirement for somebody worthy of the Trindle bucket?" Uh, this is from Mark Reed. Uh, three games scoring 10 to 15 points above break even. Yeah, that makes sense to me, right, Nick? That's kind of what we're hoping for, uh, for Burbo, right? Three games, 15 points above average. But what's the requirement for someone to be worthy? Three points, 15 um, games above average. Like, I'm just, I'm pulling. Yeah. Um, even more. It, it'd be 15 plus, right? Uh, so, if 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 he averages 33... Right, he will go from two fifty to three twenty eight. So yeah, so it's more like twenty really. So if we it's go fifteen 30, to twenty, yeah. So if we yep. go thirty eight, if if Burbo averages thirty eight, he reaches three hundred fifty four game three hundred fifty four k at the end of round three. Yep, yep. So it's a bit more than that, unfortunately. Fifteen to twenty. Yeah. Yep. Um. Next one, Bacon Lord asks Thomas Flegler, yay or nay? I've been hearing a lot about <laughs> Flegler. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I think that there is point. There is time to be had in the middle. Gilbert gone. He was going to be the sixty-minute guy, right? Bit cranky, like going to play Origin, and so Flegler, I reckon, will pick up probably five minutes of that slack. But I'm not sure. Minimum five yeah. to ten, easy, because he can play long minutes. Yeah. He doesn't because he doesn't have to because that wasn't his role. It's a bit like Spencer Lenny, right? Like he was yeah. playing a clear role. And, but and at he the was Origin level, he could play he was long a minutes. Lock, but that was two years ago now. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, I reckon he has grown up a bit. Was that when Paddy did his ACL or something? Yeah, and then they were cycling people in and out, Kobe and a few others. Yeah. So for me, look, Flegler, I reckon he can. If he's named thirteen round one, I reckon there could be a little bit of value in him. He might be able to get to that six hundred grand. It's whether it's enough value for you, Nick. That round three buy is um, pretty gross. Yeah, but it's on oh, no, a player's origin. Eh? Yeah. Nah. Because oh, the Dolphins buy sucks for Origin players. Like, yeah, it's brilliant if he doesn't play Origin. But I just like we're thinking. Uh, well, does he play Origin? So yes, he does. Yeah, you got Collins, right? You got yep. uh. So we got Carrigan. We got Collins. Uh, we have Tino as the starting yep. side, and then Something off the like bench, that, yep. probably. Uh, so we got Cotter in there somewhere. Yep, uh, Nanai starting. Um, Nanai and maybe like the feeder. For feeder, yeah, let's just say that, yep. Okay, well, assuming he comes back in his fit and firing, yep. someone like that. Mm. So who's mm. wh- who's the rest of the bench? So we've got Cotter as a lock, like, mm. like locked in type of thing. Yep, 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 yep. yep, yep. Who, who else is on the Queenslander's side? Yeah, it might be Flegler as like the dedicated prop. Um, That's tough. I'm just having a look at the last squad now um, to see who it was. Because they've, they've dumped a whole bunch of guys over the years. Um, Mo, like Mo Fodawaker, Corey Horsburgh. Corey Horsburgh will be there. Hopgood will he be should this. be there. Hopgood will be somewhere in the conversation. He has to be. I mean, he's not a genuine prop. Is he's his only downfall. And you've got Paddy Carrington there. So he's, yeah, yeah. there's a bit of. Um, he, he, I'll, I'll Hopgood be honest with you. I play Hopgood man. at 13, or at least when he came on, play Hopgood at 13 after 20 minutes, right? Playing for 60. Move Paddy Carrigan to the uh, prop. God, that would be such a handful. Oh, it would be. Imagine him offloading like all throughout the middle, like he fucking does. And he tackles. God. Like it'd be. He's yeah, like it. in the back 20. My God, I'm scared now. Yeah, anyway. Okay, so look, he could play Origin. So the answer is, mate, if he's named at 13 round one, I'll have a look, but only a look. 
If it stops yep. me from vomiting on friggin' Tamalolo, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I've got Lenu already rather than Tamalolo. But anyway. Okay. Uh, G Brett 96 is Mark going to keep the musical bangers train running on the posts? Probably, dude. Uh, Will Caters asks thoughts on Rapana. William Katir, that is. Uh, thoughts on Rapana, Nick? So <laughs> I saw. I saw Mark post in the group chat about it, and you shut it down pretty quickly, didn't you? <laughs> oh, well, I'm just like, he's one of the five oldest players in the frigging comp. Like, that's all I had to say, right? Like, it's, it's not yeah. a huge amount there. The, the answer is, is that he maintains the rage. We've actually kind of liked Rapana over the years, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. And so looking at him historically, now he's 34. They are a team which we believe is going to suck. Right? Yep. So he averages 49 at fullback. Wow. There's 102 in there. And so, but but here's the road that you go on. <laughs> here's the road you go on. So, so, so yes, there's 102. There's also, and a 95, but there's also like, let's go through his 10 most recent scores. Heading back 53, 16, 84, which is nice, but that was against the Bulldogs. 47, 26, 30, 102, 54, 44, 49, 38. So some. 40-ish sort of scores there. Yeah, so, like, no shockers. The one was against, okay, the Panthers and the Warriors 2022, right? I can understand why he had a tough day in the office those days, yeah? Yeah. I kind of, and then against the Storm round 24 last year, I can understand yep. why he got smacked there, and I'm pretty sure he got, did he get binned? He did. He got binned for that 16, right? Yep. You know what? I've, I'm kind of understanding that Rapana might actually be a freaking buy. Uh, it's just job security. No, he's the guy. I think he's the guy down there. I think they're giving. They're, it's obviously not um, Savage, right? They put him yeah, on the wing. Obvious. Yep, yep. So and Stewart look yeah, really put him small. In the yep, really small. Yep, yep, yep. So who's who else? They're playing Albert Hopawade. Yep. Yeah, they're really thin. Or Seb Chris goes back there, but that didn't work at all last year. No, I think um, I think for fantasy or for for actual NRL, they didn't vomit. Oh my god! Yep. Am I talking myself into Jordan Rapinoe right now? Yeah, but who? Okay, so who do you do him for? Because he's around the same price as perhaps for four eighty seven k. Oh, look, I, I take Rapana. I take perhaps first, but it's more that third wing fullback where you know you've got like a nugget like Keeney in there, and you're relying on his score, and then weeks the week after, if you instead had a like that's most people, not you, right? If you yeah. then play Rapana in there instead, yep. it just means or you can chuck him on your bench. I don't hate it. Um, or six, yeah, like twenty it. more grand than Tamalolo, you've got Rapana. I suppose it's also um, you got to worry about the number of Raiders in your squad. Um, oh look, if you've got Bogarty plus just Levi, for round ten plus weeks, it's just for round ten plus just weeks. for round ten because they play. Um, they That's play also thirteen they stink, and sixteen. Dude. So like, yeah, they do. At some point, you might have to pay the toll, the Raider toll. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm just I'm just having a look at their draw. I d- don't know how we see the draw. So, okay, first five for the Raiders is particularly kind. Knights, Tigers, Warriors at home, Sharks, Ara, Gold Coast. Yep. That's what, three and three, really? Yep. Like three easy, three hard, assuming I'm-, I'm And then does it turn to a bloodbath there? Uh, Broncos, Sharks, Manly, Bye, Canterbury, Ro- Roosters, Dolphins. It's not too bad. Dolphins in the bye, and then they got the bye round 14, and then they yep. play 16, doesn't play 19. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty good. Pretty it's good. It's not bad. Um, oh, jeez. Okay. No, look, Rapana isn't the worst. Uh, from what I can see, it's one of those ones, if he's named there round one, you can have a punt on him. You can always shift him on if you need to. So I don't- 0.6% ownership. Damn. Dude, that's the pot of all pods. I did shut it down. It, it works. But, but that was because he's old. And it's like, but jeez, they need that stability, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, just a um, he he he's a, he plays actually a bit like CNK. He just he's just going to eat meters, isn't he? Yeah, like he's just going to he's just going to crank out two hundred meters per game, probably. Um, if he doesn't get bin, <laughs> oh, he was actually pretty solid back in the last year, wasn't he? Outside of the sin bins, jeez, he was. That's the thing. It's so fifty three, eighty four, and forty seven. Yeah, right. Okay, I'm gonna have to. Why'd you have to do this? I know. Uh, so, William uh, Katir, mate, thoughts on Rapana is they weren't great to begin with. Gut check was no. Uh, consider thought is quite possibly, right? Nah, I love it. I love it. I don't know if I can do it, though. That, that breaks apart my team, and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more like, if I don't need to play, like, friggin' Seb Chris or, like, someone like that, I feel happy with Rapana there. Yeah, but he's only wing fullback. He's on centre. Yeah, I know. 
so oh if he was if he was if he was a jewel oh my god he'd be a lock but yeah okay. here's something super interesting do you want to hear the spiciest thing you've heard all day right uh okay. this is a rumor right m-i-k-s-r-l right mix rl has come out and said will price reportedly training at center with gagai on wing what at the knights so who's out for the knights uh well because- it's that last wing spot you, you know that last wing spot that was like tuala or Tom Tom jenkins yeah yeah you move yeah. gagai there but he'll kill it there as well like safe set of hands runs it back yeah. maintains the rage yep. played there yep. for friggin origin right you know he can yep. play in a wing yeah and you put in will price who's he's a stud dude yeah he's got he's got wheels that's for sure Yep, both sides, good set of hands, fullback, half, you know, centre, and he'd be a DPP half wing fullback, which is, you know, not a centre like we like, but still funny. Anyway, moving on. It means I mean, me, he's got the frosted tips happening, doesn't he? He's got oh, the bleached, so many people do this top. year. It's It feels like I'm, like, in the early 2000s all over again, like late Mate, 90s. You mean you're looking at the mirror in the I early am, dude, 2000s. I had it. <laughs> late 90s, it certainly would be. <laughs> Mate, anyway, uh... Look, uh, before before we scare away the last three listeners, Vince asks <laughs> Robson or Appy. Gut check, Nick. Robson or Appy? Oh, mate. Gut I, check. I, I know you love Appy, but I'm going Robson. Yeah. I, just uh, can't, I, can't do, I can't do Appy. I just I, won't. I go, if you want to set and forget, I go Robson for now. Uh, Appy, I think, will play Origin. He's too good not to. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, Lucky MacD asks five biggest traps going in round one. Like, who are the biggest traps? Who are the guys that you see in other people's team? You're like, geez, Louise. Oh. Um, yeah, have you got any off the top of your head? I'm, I'm just thinking. Let me go to percentage of ownership and just go from there. That's probably the simplest way to work this out. Yeah. Uh, as, as far as it goes at the moment, the guys who obviously, whoever doesn't win out of weeks and strange, obviously is a trap there. But, you know, people understand that. Uh, I love the high. Ezra Mam. Mam. Yes, yeah. Everyone keeps talking about Mam. Yeah, there that's an obvious one. Jesse yeah. Arthurs as well. He's he's just yeah. trash on a wing, unfortunately. Like, and he just, he drops the ball. Like, I was a little bit high on him in our preseason preview, but I saw him in the uh, the All-Stars game and just, yep, yeah, he wasn't it. Uh, having looked in here, obviously all these cheapies, I think Bronson Sherry may be a trap simply due to the fact that I think that he may be in and out of the squad, Nick. Like just because they they just they bought too much strike this year, right? You got Connor Tracy, you got Karaz. The only way that I see that he he sticks and and even Wilson look really good, right? So yep. the only way that he really makes it, in, I reckon, is if Taff gets cut once everyone's yep. fit. Yep. Uh, is Dylan Lucas what? a trap? If you potentially, have price- yeah, with KPP, yeah. Oh, so, so, so yep. yeah. Uh, yeah, on the bench, yeah. How about yep. you, Nick? Anyone else? Yeah, I was thinking maybe Farmworth. You know, six forty six k coming off a career best year, um, like a career, career, career best year. Like, um, you sort of worry about that regression going from you know one of the best regular season teams to a poop team. That's it. So he's pretty trappy. I, I've been a little bit worried in the back of my head about the Eels popular guys. That's Hands, Lussick, and Lane. Lane, I don't think you're going to lose your shirt on. I, you I'm not sure I mean? you're going to lose your shirt on, but I just people think, oh, well, he's a 700 guy, and I get him cheap. And it's like um, he might not be that 700 guy. Like he had a career year and Agreed. He got busted. He might not get be back that to that guy. Yep, that's all. Yep. And so otherwise, we got hands and uh, like that was the year they went to the grand final, right? Like it just sometimes you can't repeat that. It's like 20. Was it 2019 Raiders? Uh, yes, it was. I looked it up the other the other year because actually look at something. So I was having a look at the um, – because I was going to fade the Broncos out of the eight this year and I had a look at the grand final losers. And grand final losers uh, typically regress from, say, top two on the ladder to uh, fifth or sixth typically. Um, you know, obviously not the Panthers when they lost, but I had a or, I looked or at- Or not um, the frigging Storm either. Remember they won 2017, lost 18, and the, then the, lost the main one, 120. I was more looking at teams who, you know, who didn't recover from a grand final loss. And I think the Broncos may be one of those teams. So um, yeah, only because they bled uh, some players, you know what I mean? And yeah. I think it's pretty devastating the way they lost as well, losing it the way they did, just That's choking true. it away. You yeah, know, but, like, but they might come back hungry, like having learnt the lesson, which is you got to close out games. Well, tell that to the 2015 Bronx, right? That's true. They then went into 
deep, dark place after that, you know. They after they then slid back down and then they then fell off the cliff after after they slid back again. So yeah. and then the whole seabold era ha- and you know, all that crap sort of happened. So anyway. Right. Well, well yeah, let's keep it going. Uh James Gladsby, is Pappenhausen really that good of a buy with a round four that good of a purchase? With round four buy, no goal kicking, even the teams he starts off with aren't that easy. I see why people buy him due to the price point, but there's a lot of negatives about him. So I don't know. He's been in my side because I know I the upside. But what about you, Nick? Like, it, no, I, I totally agreement. Totally agreement. Yeah, it's look. Paps may not kick off straight away. He may get a few games of thirties. He may he may have the odd bad game here. He may cop a knock at some point. But he's also a guy who just can cut through. Like even if we're not talking about his ballistic year, which I think was 22? 21. Was it? 21? Yeah, it might be uh, 21 where he went ballistic and rose to like 800k, right? Yep. But uh, even if he just does as good as he did in 22 before I get injured, he averaged 50, right? Even if you take yep. goal kicking out, it's mid-40s. Uh, he's priced at mid-30s. So yep. 2021 uh, is exactly like, yeah, I, I, I don't see much of an issue there, right? Uh, the only thing's health. You know, he hasn't ever played a full season, so... Just yeah. one of those things. Oh, well, look, the closest that he came was in 2020, right? Where I think he did play all of the games that I can see here. Uh, yeah, 19. I think they played 20 rounds that year from memory. Yeah, they did. Uh, so, so he played a few finals. I think he missed like a game or two, right? Uh, so he didn't play 18 or 19 that year. Looking at it, average 49.4, no goal kicking. Yep. I think he's got it. He's still young. Yep. Uh, thoughts on Okay. Uh, Christian Miles asked, Thoughts on starting the season with someone like Tino? I don't love it. Why? Um, I uh, He plays Origin, and I think there are other options around that price bracket that I prefer. Um, I think Tino also finished fast last year. From, um, he did. So you're sort of buying a guy who sort of finished yeah. strong. And he, that he, sort his of first five games price. last year were 29, 70, 43, 51, 53. And then, yeah, and then he sort of dropped in price right down into sort of the lows, so mid-600s, right? And yep. then... Yeah, he did come home in a bit of a hurry. Like his last five game average would be close to seventy. Yeah, so he absolutely bossed it um, for a long period there. Yeah, average fifty I just for the know. first half, average seventy for the second half. So and a lot of tries in that second half as well. Like one, two, three. Like for him, a lot of tries. So mm. uh, yeah, I would definitely say Tino is a guy you can start with, but I reckon there are better options out there too. I'd take Murray. I'd take uh, Nick. I know you'd recommend Injector Bellin and just go from there. Well, it depends what you want. Like Tino can obviously go big. Um, yeah, four point four percent. Oh, that's higher than I anticipated. He's still a gun. I've got I've got no qualms if you get him. He's the exact same cost as Injector Bellin. Just the round so. two bias, friggin' ugly. That does suck. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, we'll constant asking. Please rank one to five. Right. We got. Luki, Lucas, Piakura, Wong, Tupania. Assuming that Luki and Lucas are named to start. Yeah, so Luki's number one for sure for me. What do you think? Yep, I'm happy with that. And then uh, Tupanua two? I probably have Piakura two. Yep, he's, not, yep. he's got the stable spot. I yep. have Tupanua three because yep. he's just got a little bit of experience. We've got a little bit of thing on him. Cheaper, I, yep. I'd probably have Wong because we know that he's got the talent, but it's just the runway. And I have Lucas 5 if uh, Kai Pierce-Paul is named. If if there's no, like, backup second rower immediately on the bench, Lucas moves up to probably third in my list. Yeah, he moves up to number two for me if he's not um, thingy. But anyway... Uh, actually, KPP, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. KPP will be there at some point, so why bother with Lucas to begin with? I loved him in the preseason until uh, okay. KPP was a highly... Uh, I think his injury wasn't as bad as we thought it would be, so... He, uh, Lucas won't get the runway. We're hoping that's true, but we might we might get uh, get someone else now. Will Price, so he's yep. he's straight into my friggin' squad if he starts. Um, <laughs> mate, the only thing problem is that because he's DPP already, he won't get center. Mason, oh, no. dude, yes, that would oh, actually no. solve like so many issues. A four hundred k center who's actually a stud. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yep. Emma Dwyer asked the question that I've been asking all week: How confident are we that Aiken gets an edge spot with Lemuelu and Kafusi in the mix? Well, I'm confident, but you aren't, because I um I found that quote from Bennett saying he was happy with his defensive work, yeah. and Wayne Bennett's obviously a defensive minded coach. For sure, but um, I just it was just that the fact that they mucked around the starting squads for me in that second trial with Aiken. Yep. So the fact that Lemuelu came on first just was concerning for me. Yep. So the answer is is that, and that's why I'm saying if you have Aiken in your squad, which is totally fine, make sure that you have some cash to to back yourself out of the issue if you've got a problem. So 
Agreed. Don't, don't have it all locked in where Aiken has to get the spot or you're picking up like a much lesser centre option. Yep. Okay. Rank this players by who has the most points of value. This is from Sean Carsten. Sean Lane, Brandon Smith, Ruben Cotter. Um, I've got Cheese at 11 points of value. I've got Cotter at 12 points of value and Lane at um, 9 points of value. Yep. So I've got I, Cotter, Smith, and then Lane. That's that's what I had off the top of my head too. Totally agree. Cool. Excellent. Thoughts on Tarpanay. This is from Reeve Glenn. Looks amazing at the Pacific Championship. Also Tanner Boyd again this year. So let's start with Tarpanay. Nick, he actually did look really good. Oh, we do love him. I'm a huge Tarpanay guy. It's just the um uh the minutes, obviously. Um yeah. if he can he's been sort of capped at fifty, hasn't he? For some stupid reason. Yeah, he um towards the back end of the year they're like I, I thought he was a I thought it was a jet on the back end of the year and fifty three um, points in fifty four minutes. Yeah. He can just go, why not give him sixty every week? You know, that's true. 60, 65. They've got so many guys. That's the problem is that sticky has just been he hasn't done a huge amount of things, but he has he has been trying to stack them up. And he doesn't average that much more. Like, okay, over sixty minutes, right? Sixty six point two, right? Average is fifty six. So we're not seeing this massive increase. Yep. Um for me it's they've added like uh Morgan Smithies. Uh, they've got Horsburgh coming back off a career year. Josh properly is still running around. I'm, yep. I, I know. Maybe I, next year. Maybe next year when there's a couple of retirements, you know. Um, Whitehead goes. Whitehead and probably, yeah. Maybe. Yep. Rapano will go. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, the Sugar Glider 01. What are your views on Aiken versus Penasini? I don't get the Penasini action. I'm all team Aiken, mate. Yeah, look, I, I get Penasini, and he did look good in the trial the other day. He did carve him up a little bit, but it was a pretty soft uh, opposition. But look, Penasini's elite. It's a trial, bro. It is. It's a trial. But I'm saying he's an elite player. Like, as I keep on coming back to this, but he was the captain of the team which had Suwali in there. Yep. So he- Cool. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a, what I'm trying to say is he's got, he's a tier one talent. I know. I know. Pedigree. And, I know. I'm with you. And so he's on a good edge and his points were suppressed last year with Nathan, uh, sorry, with uh, Dylan Brown out. So yep. I can see that there's some points there, but look, I will take Aiken if I know that he's playing. If not, I'll take Penasini for himself. Yep, yep. Uh, what's the dilemma? Uh, sorry, Josh rank 32. What's the dilemma if you take Hopgood over Murray and then see Matter on the bench next week? Old Hopgood or get another mid? Oh, God. Yeah. Well, it could be um... Murray. So, okay, so you got Hopgood. And look, we have heard news that Matto was out last week due to back spasms and will likely be fit for round one with a less than two and a bit weak turnaround. If you see Matto there on part two of round one team list, could you just go to someone else? Like, yeah, but he's, but he's going, but not or... Murray. He's just going, but he can't go to Murray. And yeah, yeah, so he can't get Murray. Yeah, that, so that's so what I'm saying. Maybe look at McInnes or okay, DeBellin or. So you'd be so, really saying you go to DeBellin because, like, if. We don't know whether McInnes will get there. We're just saying hypothetically, yeah, I think those are your two options though, right? That's it. Is there anyone else in that sort of top tier price bracket that you could get for Teamless Tuesday Part 2, Nick? Um, just having a scroll now. Um, Yo, but not if you got Cleary. Yeah. Hattie's already played. Corey Horsburgh suspended. Nat Butcher's on the bench. You're I don't like any of those, yeah. McKinnis, no, McKinnis, I think it's just those two. At that point, dude. Otherwise, you're playing freaking Josh King. That's where I'm sitting with you, too. I just think it's those two guys that are the only viable options, unfortunately. Uh, so, look, mate, that's why Hopgood can be a bit of a risk. So, have an exit strategy. My exit strategy would be uh, change it up, get value in the middles, and then go buy a, a gun or two like Ponga. Agreed. And Rapana. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yep. Anyway. yep. Just, just, re- just reallocate your resources to another gun. That's it. Uh, thought on running Alex B. Pace ask thoughts on running both Rissa's edges, so Tupanua and Wong. I think we've already said, yeah, run them both. Love Thank it. You. Love yep. it. Uh, Matt ask in the chat, are Palisades predicted minutes? Nick? No idea. What do, you, what do you think, mate? I think Mitch mentioned there is that it's likely sort of 60 to 70-ish sort of capped coming off that MCL injury for what? round one. Palacia? No, Piakura. Keenan Palacia. Uh, I have no idea. He's playing mid for the Titans. No idea. He's, he's a 0.7 PPM. He needs 100 minutes to make any money, dude. What? Oh, so his, his, his PPM isn't very good as a prop. Yeah. So he's priced at like 29. So he's going to need like 40. Didn't we have a look at him in the preseason? Where we did have he? a look at him in the preseason. He's got a 0.65 PPM. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, so like he needs to get to uh I'm I'm trying to work out what he needs to get to thirty nine. Uh 
Okay. Yeah, I had a look. 0.7 ppm guy in the middle, not encouraging. He needed 41 minutes and a He needs 60 minutes to make 39 to get to 39. Yeah, no. Yeah, so no, not he's not going to get, not, not with the team no, with friggin' Tino as the captain, dude. Like, no. <laughs> there's no, and Mo Fonawaker in there and all these other dudes. Like, just nah, we're done. No. Yeah. yeah I, and look, there is a bit of news because Tino, you know, like the pay 13 to free up yep. that squad a little bit. Still, no. Uh, Jack from Discord us Totola versus Tamalolo versus Flegler. You had to pick one of the three. Who would you choose right now? <laughs> oh, choose. You know, I'd probably go Lolo. Excellent. I'd probably go to Tola first, Lolo second, Plague of third. Uh, yep. And Matt asks, is the answer all three of them? Is there value in all three? I don't love... Uh, yeah, the answer is yes. There's a bit of value in all three. The answer is yes. Yeah. And look, you could spread your bets and just sell the ones that don't work out. Like, I think burning trades early to get rid of dud players is certainly a thing that works. But um, look, yes, there is money in all three. It's just whether you can spend your money better elsewhere, right? I don't hate it. On apparently partner and more price. All right. Oh. <laughs> Imagine if the starting three players backline is like Will Price, bringing uh, Jordan Rapana and Pappenhausen. It's like we look at Turbo. Team, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Turbo too. Oh, God. All right. Oh, I might do Paps to Rapana now. Okay. Well, don't do Paps to Rapana. Fun, I don't know what you're doing. Uh, no, look, I don't know. Excellent. Okay. So, look, I think. Uh, I think that's the end of the questions, dude. We've gone through quite a few. Did you have any final thoughts? No, no, no. This was fun. Um, we will have a rotating cast, I think, each week. So, yeah, uh, the, cl- the collaboration's real, which is heaps of fun. Yeah, that's it. The collaboration is real, despite it's it's just the Boom and Bus guys talking today. It's just due to the fact that I think Mark and Ryan are currently running like two other podcasts this week. So, on various things, and the other guys just had work commitments, like Belent just obviously got the got the shaft as did a Mitch. So who's promised to be back next week? He said he's on contract. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, we'll, we'll wait and see. Oh, that's it, dude. Uh, he's, he's probably just trying to avoid my dodgy shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, guys, this is the Boom or Bust and NRL Fantasy Amateurs Questions Collaboration 2024 signing out. Thanks for listening today and I hope you enjoyed our collaboration. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast and check out Facebook pages for more info.